Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here with Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. It's, Chris is right here. Uh, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, a little after three. Karen Kwiatkowski joins us now. Colonel, thank you for joining us. Colonel Kwiatkowski's jet has been found. I'm kidding a little. A lot of you have been writing funny uh, one-liners. Uh, it wasn't Karen's fault. It wasn't my fault. We're both having gremlins today, but She's here with us, Colonel. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Your your favorite member of my household wants to see everybody. There you go. All right, Chris. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Daddy's got to go to work. Okay. Um, I have, we have a lot to talk about, including a dynamite piece that you just uh, published called "We Have a Government of Clowns, Clunkers, and Criminals," and we have a government of cowards. But before we get to the, the points in there, uh, there's a couple of uh, things I want to address with you. The CIA has recently leaked to uh, its favorite entity, the Washington Post, uh, its third version uh, of what happened with the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, in which the CIA claims that a Ukrainian colonel who just happens to be in jail uh, because allegedly of some effort to... Um, uh, seduce or induce a Russian pilot to defect, which ended up in people getting killed. And the colonel is claiming, yeah, I orchestrated a Nord Stream pipeline, and that would mean that General Seleuzhny knew about it, but they kept President Zelensky in the dark. I mean, this means nothing compared to me, to the evidence. There's the colonel. He's not in a jail cell. He's in a holding cell in a Ukrainian courtroom. As you may know, Colonel, not from personal experience, the <laughs> Eastern European countries put the defendant in a cage. Sometimes the cage is bars. Sometimes the cage is glass. There he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know this is absurd, but why would the CIA be leaking this now? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's possible that um, they want to create an excuse for us to abandon Ukraine, the Ukraine effort, because I think that's what's happening. Um, and we are, of course, at fault. We're the ones that caused the whole thing. But uh, now that the money's run out, we have a new uh, Gaza exercise we want to spend money on. Uh, an election year coming up. It's a big failure in Ukraine. So they want to put some distance. So maybe 
there's that. But I have to tell you, I didn't realize when I uh, read the article, I didn't realize he was uh, in jail. So basically he's like um, a, a jailhouse stooge kind of, I mean, he's, he's in, he's saying, I've got a great story. Can you cut me some slack here? Let me tell you this. Right. I didn't realize that initially, but um, right. I didn't believe it right. the first time. I, now, I, now look, we know, uh, and, and, and of course you're right on the mark with uh, Ukraine failing and with the uh, America and the West losing enthusiasm for it. And if the Republicans in the house stick to their guns, if the Republicans in the House stick to their guns. I don't know how many times I can say if. Then Ukraine is not going to get any more money. Lindsey Graham can cry and scream uh, all he wants, and Joe Biden will not have the discretionary funds available to him, and Ukraine will be shut down in, in a matter of weeks, I would think. Uh, however, uh, this does play up if there's any truth to it. If there's truth to the fact that he made the allegations, not truth to the fact that he was involved in Nord Stream. I think Cy Hirsch's uh, piece uh, is far and away the most credible piece that's been written on this. Mm -hmm. But the colonel is saying he did this at General Zeluzhny's command. Zeluzhny and and uh, Zelensky are at odds. This is the way wars and governments sometimes end. The senior political leader and the senior military leader are fighting with each other. General Zeluzhny told The Economist magazine, The Wars of Stalemate, Zelensky's people uh, erupted over this. General Zeluzhny's chief of staff was assassinated when what he thought was a birthday present explode, exploded in his face uh, and his chest. Um, maybe the colonel is just part of, of all of that coming apart. Maybe he's trying to negotiate to get out of jail. I, I don't know. Yeah. Which it is. But does any of this tell you that the CIA was not involved no, not in Nord Stream? No, nobody believes no, this stuff. This no. is as credible as the as the, the minnow, the Gilligan's Island crew yeah. with the six uh, <laughs> a Sunday afternoon fishermen and ladies, that they're the ones who did it, which was the CIA's second uh, excuse. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... It's true. It, it, this uh, the story. I think Cyhurst does have the best uh, analysis and data on what really happened. Um, this guy in jail, this colonel, uh, seems to have some CIA ties anyway. So that actually supports what um, Cy was saying. And also, it's a great rationale for uh, Zelezny to fire Zelensky. Um, he can say, "Oh, he did this act, and it's a terrible thing." Whatever. Um, right. Possibly. Right. One uh, last question before we get to your article about cowards and clowns. Uh, why are uh, Black Hawk helicopters crashing? Why are they coming down? Do you know from your experience in the Air, in the air Force? You know, I, I, it's not my area of expertise. Um, what I do know about helicopters is they're very dangerous. <laughs> they do tend to, um, you know, if you have a problem in a helicopter, you're not going to glide your way to safety. Um, so, so we know that. Um, I think the Black Hawk is... Uh, maybe showing its age a little bit too, as a, as a platform. It's been around for quite a long time. Uh, I can't really say it's, yeah. uh, it, so I, if we have, if we have 2000 Marines on an aircraft carrier off the coast of Gaza and uh, the president orders them on the beach, how would they get to the beach? Is it helicopters? Well, I mean, they, the Marines are known for their uh, sea, their, their littoral approaches, you know, from the ocean. Um, so there's that, but yeah, I mean, helicopters would come into play to some extent. Uh, it's, it's, uh, 
it's hard to say what this government is thinking in terms okay. of uh, how we're using our military. I don't think they've thought deeply about it. Uh, okay. in a, Can you know. tell me how the Secretary of State is thinking when he suggests to Prime Minister Netanyahu, why don't you use smaller bombs and then have a break in the in the genocidal slaughter for a few hours and then go back to it? Yeah. Well, he said it. You know, I mean, that is so ignorant that you almost can't believe that he verbalized that uh, and allowed it to be reported. I mean, uh, it, it's really insane. If, if Americans are that stupid, if he is the, uh, you know, the voice of American foreign policy and he's that stupid to and that have that lack of self-awareness and, and uh, just pure idiocy. Uh, what does it say about our whole country and our government? It, it, it's a shame that he, uh, uh, you know, and he hasn't even, he hasn't backtracked what he said. I guess he's hoping it'll go away. Um, yeah, it, it clearly, I, you know, the United States. What, what does the American government, well, I, I know that's the wrong word. What does the Biden, and phrase, what does the Biden administration want here? What is the Biden administration's goal? We are supposedly hip by hip with Israel, mm -hmm. but yet uh, old Joe says two-state solution and, and uh, Lincoln says two-state solution. And Netanyahu says, absolutely not. Netanyahu says, we're going to keep uh, killing until we degrade Hamas. Oh, and by the way, it would be nice to get the uh, hostages out uh, as well. Jake Sullivan says two-state solution and uh, stop all the killing and get the hostages out. These people, do they talk to each other? Because my view from other guests and just from my own reading, if the United States wanted that war in Gaza to stop, they could stop it in five minutes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, in fact, instead of doing that, we sent additional, uh, very urgent, rapid response uh, weaponry to them to, to use on Gaza. So um, what we have is a very dishonest American government who has been talking uh, in Washington in the think tanks about a two-state solution that Israel does not want and does not believe that it has to accept. It, it, Israel, Israel's government believes in the, that they have the power to ultimately wipe uh, the word Palestine from any map and have the whole country as they wish and perhaps even expand it beyond the borders of original Palestine. That's what Israel wants, and they haven't been shy about saying that. But in this country, in Washington and, and uh, in our policy circles in Congress, we say, oh, there's a way. There's a way that people can uh, have peace in the Middle East and, and that Palestinians and Israelis can live together. And, and we think it's a two-state solution. It's very, it's very uh, uh, you know, catchy. It's very repeatable. Uh, multiple uh, Republican and Democrat administrations have all talked about that like it's going to happen in fact it is never gonna it has never been accepted by israel it's not advocated by israel they don't want it um why would you want it when you can take everything through force and you control the mouthpieces in this country you control the politicians the congress and the media in the united states why would you accept a two-state solution they, they don't they've never wanted that that's not so, that's not so part when, of when joe biden and tony blinken and jake sullivan say two-state solution. Uh, are they being dishonest or are they just saying what they hope for, even though they know this will never happen as long as Benjamin Netanyahu and his 
right-wing cabal run the government. There might be other governments in Israel that would look at this difference. Surely somebody's going to succeed Netanyahu. Well, I think in terms of Jake and uh, uh, Blinken saying this, I think they're, uh, this is the practice of uh, almost years, year upon year of deceitfulness. Um, I don't think they really want it. Um, I think it's unfortunate I think they see this thing as unfortunate because it's bad publicity for Israel. I don't think they see it as a real uh, long-term problem. They're cheering it on. And clearly our actions speak louder than words. We have poured for years, many bad examples of behavior by Israel, but just recently in terms of Gaza, we've poured weapons in there that they're dropping on the Gazans. Meanwhile, we say in English to the American audience, Oh, you know, we want a two-state solution. Oh, we want to pause. We don't want them to use the weapons. We just sent them for free. No, our actions communicate that uh, what what BB wants, we want. Here's um, here's Jake Sullivan now, the um, president's national security advisor. This is only about four or five days old. Uh, cut four, Chris, on who governs Gaza when this is over. Secretary Blinken has been clear that it's the West Bank and Gaza that need to be under unified control and the Palestinian Authority likely to govern that. It doesn't sound like the Netanyahu government is on the same page as the Biden administration because the prime minister said something very different just yesterday. Well, from our perspective, the way forward, the basic principles of the way forward are straightforward. And this is something that Secretary Blinken laid out publicly this past week. No reoccupation of Gaza, no forcible displacement of the Palestinian people. Gaza can never be used as a base for terrorism in the future, and Gaza's territory should not be reduced. Secretary Blinken also said that ultimately we do want to see the reconnection, the reunification of control between uh, the West Bank and Gaza under Palestinian leadership. The Palestinian Authority is the current leadership on the West Bank. But ultimately, it's going to be up to the Palestinian people to decide their future, who governs them. There haven't the been United elections States held will in support ages. support a process. Well, that's right, Margaret. There haven't been elections held since the early 2000s. But post-October 7th, we can't go back to the way things were on October 6th. I mean... I, I don't know what newspapers he's reading or what his source of information is. What does he mean? No displacement of people. They've displaced 1,700,000 innocent human beings yeah. so far. Yeah, it's Netanyahu has said very clearly, we will run Gaza. Okay. It's a concentration camp. You want the, uh, you want the, uh, the guards to be more visible. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. 
now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Yeah. I, I don't understand uh, who Jake is speaking to. Um, and, and I don't, it doesn't seem like he understands what's really happening or he really is a, an amazing liar. It's possible that he is. Um, he clearly, when he said there's no relocation of Gazans, that's already happened. Right. Um, and not only that, the, we've seen just the limited images that we can see, uh, you know, of whole, you know, the northern part of Gaza is, com- is almost completely inhabitable. It, it is flattened. You know, the buildings are not, uh, you know, livable. Uh, you know, he, so has he not seen this? Does he not understand? So what is he? What what informs him? And I think what informs him is uh, a very uh, arrogant view of uh, what he wants uh, for the United States and what he wants for Israel. And quite frankly, it's very close to what Bibi wants. But unfortunately, Netanyahu, when he says it has, of course, now there's airspace between the Biden administration and Netanyahu. So, well, how do I put a Band-Aid on that? Because really, nothing that Jake says and nothing that he said there is going to change a thing. It's it's not even accurate in describing what's already happened, but certainly there's no intent there. And I noticed he said that, that the Palestinians should govern themselves. And then he talked about the West Bank. We're not even there yet. That's coming next. I just, I just don't get him. I, I it's a shame. Will the, will the um, Israeli public hold Benjamin Netanyahu responsible for what happened on October seventh? I'm pretty sure half of them already do. At least half of the people, and and Israelis are not as uh, pro-Israel sometimes as Americans are in some ways. They. Um, they live there. They face the uh, consequences of their government's actions and of their own actions. And they they kind of understand this. And many are quite uh, uh, quite liberal in, in an American sense of being liberal. Um, so I think that uh, <laughs> I think they will hold him responsible. I think they already do. Um, he's on his way out. Uh, even a great victory and a Gaza takeover is not going to save uh, Netanyahu. But here, yeah. here he is on whether he cut six, Chris, whether he will take responsibility. Listen to these answers, non-answers, whether he will take responsibility for October 7th. The one thing they want to hear from you is that you take personal responsibility for failing to prevent the October 7th attacks and protecting your people. I know you say the time for that will come after the war. Why won't you take responsibility now? I've already addressed that many times. And I said this whole question will be addressed after the war. Just as people would ask, well, did people ask Franklin Roosevelt after Pearl Harbor that question? Did people ask George Bush after the surprise attack of November 11th? Look, it's a question that needs to be asked. I think those questions questions were asked. asked. And I've said, and I've said, I've said that one one thing that is important, and I've said we're going to answer all these questions, including me. I'm going to be asked tough questions. Right now, I think what we have to do is unite the country for one purpose, one purpose alone, and that is to achieve victory. That's what I did. We formed a unity government uh, where the country is united as never before, and I think that's what we have to pursue. And what the people expect me to do right now is two things. One, achieve this victory and bring the hostages back, and second, assure that Gaza never becomes And two Israelis who are disappointed that you still won't take responsibility, you say? Well, I said that I'm going to answer all the questions that are required. 
including the questions of responsibility. There'll be enough time for that after the war. Let's focus on victory. That's my responsibility now. I guess you're not surprised to hear that uh, evasion and comparison of himself to FDR and George uh, W. Bush. Yeah. From your perspective and from mine, absolutely faulty uh, <laughs> comparisons because we believe, I don't want to get into the history, that they both knew that what happened, yeah. one knew what happened on December 7th, 1941 was coming, and the other knew what was coming on 9-11 or was stupid enough not to pay attention. Yeah, no, it's true. I, I thought it was interesting that he brought up those uh, examples because- It's interesting he called 9-11 surprise attack yeah. because uh, Phil Giraldi and Cy Hirsch have already reported that the Israelis knew about it ahead of time. So it wasn't yeah, a surprise to them. Yeah, and it, it's also, I'm surprised that, as a as a as a leader, he's a longtime leader, of course. That he doesn't just say the words uh, that I do take responsibility because um, all top guys do. I mean, you know, the 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 top person in charge, political leader, whatever, has to accept uh, responsibility. Now they don't have to belabor the point, and he can still say, "Oh, we'll look into it later." But he's very reluctant to say that, and I think that is a, a sign of a great political fear in Netanyahu. Um, you know, he understands how vulnerable he is and how uh, much more vulnerable he is as a result of this, um, particularly the fact that I think the Israelis are pretty much in uh, uh, at least the majority, I think, very maybe a slim majority. But I think many of them understand that that October 7th uh, attack uh, did not have to happen, should not have happened and was allowed to happen. And uh, who else, you know. This is this is not good for any person in charge. Uh, and the Israelis are uh, it's a small country, but they are very politically active. They're very engaged in their, um, uh, you know, in their countries. Uh, you know, they don't just turn their back. You know, Americans, we don't like to think about it. We're way too big. But for Israel, uh, people are engaged uh, politically. So uh, this will be this is going to be a problem for him. Here's, some, here's something else that Bibi should be concerned about. And that is war crimes. But listen to this answer. Cut one, Chris. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights said just this morning that while Hamas has committed war crimes, the collective punishment by Israel of Palestinian civilians amounts also to a war crime. Can you definitively say right now that Israel is not breaking international law? Yes, I can say that what the uh, commissioner said is hogwash. Not not a, a very compelling or credible uh, answer. No. I'm not surprised at any of this, Karen, I doubt that you are. Uh, tell me why uh, you make this argument that we have a government of clowns, clunkers, criminals, and cowards. This is a dynamite piece. Where, where, where did this piece appear? Uh, Lou Rockwell. All right. Uh, so if you want to go to lourockwell.com uh, and look up uh, Colonel Kwiatkowski, we have a government of clowns, clunkers, criminals, and cowards. Why do you, I know why you say that, but tell everybody else. Well, um, the, you know, I hadn't really been thinking about the cowardice aspect. And um, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I was uh, on a video and Ray McGovern came on a couple of days ago. And uh, he didn't, it's, it's not what he said, but just Ray is a very inspiring guy. He's very courageous. He's been thrown in jail numerous times. He, is extremely honest, um, and it it struck me that, um, and and again, even my own, I said this is a criticism I have of myself. I said, you know, I'm safe, I'm happy, uh, 
I don't take these risks. And then it, it bothered me a great deal. I was thinking about cowardice and how inexcusable it is uh, for all of us. And of course, looking at our government, many of the problems we face today are result, direct result of uh, the cowardice of the people in government, in our Congress, uh, of presidents, to really say what they know is true. And while it doesn't directly relate to war, but it does because it's money. But think about the debt that our country has, you know, the spending and, um, you know, the unpayable, uh, what, $34 trillion in current debt, the unpayable entitlement program that we have. How did we get there? Well, nobody wants to stand for anything. They don't want to fight. In fact, the only, I mean, we think of Ron Paul, right? Ron Paul standing alone, speaking the truth, being courageous. Um, we have we have Thomas Massey, we have uh, Rand, but where are all the courageous people? And why are none of them, none of them uh, in Congress and none of them are in Washington and none of them are on the news media? Uh, they are all, they're just, uh, it's, it's, it's inexcusable. And so that cannot be our politic, our political structure cannot be the model for our behavior. We have to be courageous. So how do we do that? Well, we need to find people that are uh, facing down their problems. And, uh, you know, the legal, I was going to actually ask you some questions about, you know, the court system. But uh, in that article, I mentioned a couple things that really turned my stomach. And um, the the uh, the uh, Douglas Mackey case, uh, he shared a meme uh, that had to do with Hillary Clinton back in 2016. And a couple days after Biden was inaugurated, uh, they came and got him and threw him in leg irons in prison, didn't tell him what it was about. Finally, he got a, an attorney in there and explained to him that, you know, he had shared a meme back in 2016. So um, he's had his day in court. The, the federal government, the DOJ prosecuted him. This is the same DOJ, of course, that we, we see prosecuting Trump on some yeah. things like uh, we don't know the difference between, um, you know, what the market rate is and what a, an assessment for tax purposes. Is. You know, we don't we deny that there's any difference. You know, this idiotic things that the average American really recognizes as being pretty nutty. But the DOJ went after this guy, Mackey. And they they actually judge shopped and, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, what is the word? Uh, venue shopped for a place where they could find a jury. This guy was convicted of a jury of his peers. Now, where's the one man out Convic of the convicted, oh. convicted of what? Well, Sharing a meme that's well, protected by the First Amendment. Well, you would think so. But it also infected the 14th because it was that joke. And I shared this meme myself, which I think back in the back in the day, because it was um, call. You can text your vote for Hillary, text your vote for Hillary. Right. It was it was hilarious. Who texted? Mm. And the funny thing, if you watch the the, uh, the oh, I know the case, they they accused yeah. him and convicted him uh, of some sort of a conspiracy to get people to waste their vote because they thought they could text their vote. Yeah. And, and not um. show up. They were depriving them of their. Uh, right to participate in the vote and the conspiracy of course was uh, no i i am i am uh, not uh, <laughs> the standard judge here because i'm so skeptical of everything government does but even even the standard judge even the judge that gives government more credibility than i do should have thrown this out even a second year law student who had taken the basic course in the constitution and maybe the advanced course in the first amendment to courses that i taught at several law schools mm -hmm. uh would know that freedom of speech trumps lowercase t. 
these insane allegations. And the rule of thumb is, if there is any, any argument uh, by which speech is protected, it trumps lowercase t, the alleged criminality involved uh, in the speech. That's how the benefit of every doubt is given to the speaker, or should be, if a judge understood the history, meaning, and values uh, behind uh, the First Amendment. That's right. And um, it's, but it's... so, but the government, to please its masters, hmm. Chris, Chris Ray, uh, Merrick Garland, Joe Biden, will do this. Uh, speaking of uh, of those masters, the other day they stopped the mayor of New York on the street and demanded his cell phone because of some investigation of uh, political fundraising three years ago and his security detail, the toughest in the country, the best of the best, the NYPD stood aside, stood aside. They should have arrested the FBI on the street. Keep your hands off the mayor. That's, that's my job. You want the contents of his cell phone, subpoena them from the service provider, leave the man alone. Oh, wow. They all kowtowed because of the, culture that oh the fbi is in town we we better obey yeah yeah and so if people believe that and they're afraid they act accordingly and we cannot we cannot be afraid and and apparently there's a need for more role models of courage and i think that's what that's uh, your point karen and it's a great piece uh that's that's your point we need role models for courage i agree with the role models you articulated thomas massey and Rand paul but that's two (laughs) <laughs> two T-W-O out of 535. The rest are welfare, warfare, big government, security state, borrow and borrow and borrow. The same mentality no matter which political party. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a few more libertarians that vote with uh, uh, Thomas Massey, and there's one or two that will vote with Rand Paul, but you could count them on the fingers in your hands and you wouldn't use all of your fingers. All the rest have the same mentality in Congress, no matter who's in the White House, whether it's Barack Obama, Joe Biden, George Bush, or Ronald Reagan, it's the same. Borrow, spend, borrow, spend, push the debt onto the future. That's why we have $33 trillion in debt. I just had Kevin Demeridon, who uh, argues that at this interest rate in another year, the interest on the debt, one trillion a year. Whatever the fat, the IRS collects right off the top, one trillion goes out to pay the bondholders. And wow. either that or they print more money to pay the bondholders, which of course causes other problems like inflation. All right, Karen. Uh, tell me one last thing in your piece, because this is something I feel so strongly about. And I once interviewed him uh, before they put him in a hell hole in the Belmarsh prison. Uh, Julian Assange. Oh wow, yeah. Um, well, we <laughs> he he shouldn't be even charged or wanted. He should be out of prison. He should never been in prison. It's another uh, First Amendment violation. And they say, well, he's not an American. Well, all the more reason <laughs> that he has free speech outside of this country. Why are we charging him? Um, and, it's and Trump, it's the Trump administration that indicted him. Yeah. President Trump once called for his execution, but before, in fairness to Trump, before he left office, he discussed seriously pardoning Assange. Yeah. Obviously, the security state people uh, changed his mind. It's true. He, I think his instincts there were right, but very, very much a disappointment because that should have been a day one 
uh, a day one operation for him, the pardon Correct. Of, uh, Correct. dropping of the what? charges completely, whatever. Right. Uh, he did not do that. Um, yeah, this is a crime. And this is something that has bothered me. I've written in the past about him. I've never, I didn't realize you'd interviewed him, but um, uh, what they're doing to Assange, what they've done to him is uh, it's inhuman. Yes. And the only reason they're doing it is because the deep state and our government is angry. Um, yes. He's not harmed any person. No Americans are unhappy with what he is. He done. is absolutely protected under the Pentagon Papers uh, decision. Uh, no matter what the media, uh, how the media gets it, if it's in the hands of the media and the public is interested in it, the media is immune civilly and criminally from the publication of it. That's the lesson of uh, of Pentagon Papers. And when he published those tapes, and if you watch them, they're hard to look at because it shows people being evaporated by drones and the and the the drone master, whoever's in the U.S., sends it laughing. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a huge embarrassment to the Bush administration and exposed them for lying, just like the Pentagon Papers was a huge embarrassment to the LBJ administration and the Nixon administration and exposed them uh, for lying. Yeah. Well, you know, right. I, I wanted to, in the fact that the, our government is highly vulnerable, they're very sensitive to criticism, they're very sensitive to embarrassment, more so even than ever before. And so I think this is an opportunity for all of us to, to realize it doesn't take much to push back against uh, really bad government. And we have really bad government. We've had yeah. a really bad government for a long time. So, you know, we should be courageous. We should have mo role models, and they're everywhere, that can push back just a little bit. And we need to do that, all of us. Um, right. this, this government can't control uh, people, and it has far less uh, ethics and morality than your average American does yeah. so why would chris, you listen to him chris put that uh, full screen up again i want to read it out loud for those catching the show on uh, audio only this is a quote from assange what is the purpose of journalism if you can't expose war crimes safely i mean he's right what more horrific thing does government do that should be exposed than war crimes if you can't do that safely then the concept of journalism, the concept of, this is my column this week, which comes out tomorrow night, whatever happened to the freedom of speech, that concept is out the window. Karen, I'll let you go. Even when we discuss unpleasant things, it's a delight uh, to be with you. One of the uh, writers, I don't know what this means, but apparent you're, apparently your first name, Karen, was used as some sort of an insult not too long ago. I, I don't even want to get into it. It but is. This writer says Colonel Kwiatkowski puts respect back into the word Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Love you, Karen. Thank you, Colonel. Okay. Thank First you time I'm Laura kissing a Colonel. Thank you for. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Until next week, my dear friend. Absolutely. Thank you. All the best. All right, I'll rest my voice for half an hour, and we have the one, the only, the great, and I have a feeling he's angry again, Scott Ritter at 4.30 Eastern uh, today. How close are Netanyahu and company to using nuclear weapons on helpless Gaza? Judge Napolitano for judging freedom. <laughs>